Hello, hello, hello. The bell has rung, and welcome once again to the Dr. Digital Podcast. Another great episode coming your way. Thanks for listening in. Let's get started. And to continue what I'm doing, I'm talking about converting and how do I convert website visitors into leads. So I'm going to continue on with that particular series and several episodes on this. If you haven't listened to the others, make sure you like, subscribe, and review. Do I trust this website? Yes. You know, after a website visitor has determined that they're in the right place, the next question they'll ask themselves is, do I trust this website? That's why trust elements such as content and images can have a real impact. Your visitors want to know they're not only landed in the right place, but they are somewhere they can feel comfortable sharing their contact details. There are some obvious trust elements that every website should have. I'm going to mention three here. A phone number, and where does it go? It stands out in the top right corner. Certification seals or partner designations. Visible policies, private, refund, shipping, etc. But some may be less obvious. I'm going to take a look here and talk about some of the crucial trust elements below. Design elements. While website design is an entire category of its own, there are some important points to mention that could impact user conversion on your site. Don't overlook the importance of your web visuals. With the ease and convenience of modern web publishing comes an array of stock photos and stock illustrations. But the problem with these is that everyone else is using them too. To whatever extent your budget can afford, opt for custom graphics, icons, and photography. Use real behind-the-scenes photos of your business rather than stock imagery of fake customer service reps and industry professionals. No one believes that cheesy stock image of the model wearing a headset is your customer support center. Keep your design elements, colors, and fonts consistent site-wide. It'll reflect well on your brand, which will inspire confidence in your future customers and increase the likelihood of a sale. As for your written content and website copy, use your buyer personas. If you have not listened and subscribed, I've got some other episodes on personas as well. And on those episodes, they will help you as a guide. Think about what your customers want to see, read, or consume rather than what you want to say. In many cases, the user might make a decision to buy or not based on your headlines and sub-headlines. That's why headlines are so important. They may be the only thing that people read on any given page. You should spend as much or more time on the headlines as you do on the body copy. The need for speed. And no, that's not just a description of me when I'm driving. The 1957 Buick Special, but... Slow-loading pages are a top dissatisfier in the internet world. Search engines will actually penalize you when you don't optimize your site for load time. Additionally, consumers are likely to get impatient and have less confidence and trust in your brand if your site takes too long to load. According to a study by the Aberdeen Group, a mere one-second delay in page load time results in a 7% reduction in conversions. Truth is, we're just less patient online than we are in the real world. Slow-loading pages break the rhythm and flow of your site and play havoc with your conversions. As a rule, if you have enough time to make a sandwich while your page is downloading, those folks are gone. They just bought from your competitor. To begin to diagnose the speed of your site, use one of the many free tools available online to test it. I can make some suggestions if you don't know where to find them. Search online for web page speed tests and you'll find the most current free software available. There are several possibilities as to why a page may be slow to load, but the number one culprit is oversized images. Don't mean visually large images, but images with large file 
sizes. Making an image smaller once you upload it does not change the file size. The solution is to compress your images and graphics before uploading them to your site. Photo editing software can compress large files into smaller JPEG images and websites and apps can help you do this. Standard best practice, images on your website should be no longer than 500 kilobytes. Smaller the size, the better. Other load time issues are bad JavaScript, excessive HTTP requests, bloated code, lack of caching. And these are more technical, let the professionals handle that. And you know, that's gonna about do it. I believe that 1957 Blue Special has turned over. So for all those listeners, fans, and inspirations, thank you so much for listening in. This is Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. Mick, as in Jagger, except he's got more money. Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. The Doctor of Digital, like cotton candy.